I don't consider myself as an out and proud gay man. I'm just me, doing what I do, being who I am and getting on with my life. But times change and as tolerance and openness have increased over the years and we celebrate all that is good in Pride, especially during Aegea's Pride Month, I've reflected that it hasn't always been that easy for lots of people and still isn't for some. And it wasn't for me when I was growing up. The 1970s and 80s were a particularly challenging time for a lot of minority groups. Although the changes of 1967 were now law, people's perceptions and acceptance of gay people were still very much stuck in the 1950s and 60s. Some of you will probably remember the 1970s comedians and their references to limp-wristed people, and that John Inman and Larry Grayson were figures of fun. Coupled with this, I also grew up in a fairly strict Catholic upbringing going to church each Sunday, attending Catholic schools, fish on Fridays and very firm beliefs on what activities were acceptable for boys. I always knew I was different, even from an early age. I had two brothers both heavily into sport which I had little interest in, unless I was batting in cricket and even then I stopped playing if it was my turn to field. I was happiest reading books and putting on plays for the family. My middle school years were some of my happiest, as the school I went to was known for being the artistic school in the area. But it was also at this time that I encountered my first experience of homophobia. Not that I knew what that was, or had even heard of the word. I kept being called a fairy by the rest of the boys constantly at playtime. As I didn't really understand what was being implied, I probably brushed this off. Attitudes changed a bit when I became the school's sprint champion and suddenly people saw me in a different light. But it didn't really stop the jibes, which remained even on the last day of school. My high school years were a nightmare, an all-boys Catholic school run by Jesuit priests. Most of my friends from middle school had gone to different high schools, so I was effectively on my own. Boxing was one of the games you were expected to undertake, as well as gruelling physical P.E., Despite being quite good at gymnastics in my earlier years, difficult to believe now, I know, this was something that I hated, and more often than not persuaded my mum to write a note to excuse me. My school report said I was too quiet, and on reflection now, it's clear, although I didn't realise it at the time, but I was becoming more reclusive and hiding away rather than facing who I was. The taunts continued all the way throughout school, from the first day to the last. We weren't a family that talked about things on an emotional or personal nature. Both my parents grew up in the war, and you just got on with it and kept calm and carried on. So I didn't really have anyone to talk to. I couldn't even talk about this even to my best friend, who I now know was also experiencing the same thoughts. During my last year at school, my dad unexpectedly died, and that did change things. Not that my dad was that strict, but he wouldn't have been able to compute the thought of a gay son, as his faith was very strong, and that went against Catholic doctrines. I was the only one left at home with my mum, as both brothers had left home at this point, and so it was up to me to go up quickly, as I was the one to look after my mum now, or so I thought that was what I was supposed to do. My mum and I did lots of things together, and I didn't really have that many friends. I had joined a drama group, but I was the youngest member, so again, didn't socialise with anyone much. 
When I first started my job, it opened up my eyes to a whole new world, as I was working with people my own age who had a completely different perspective on life, and their upbringing was completely different to mine. I had been very sheltered, and I realised now how innocent I was. I learnt so much in a short space of time, and eventually grew to accept me for who I was. The issue I still had to face was how to tell my family. I moved out of home at 26 and started to live a full life, but it still took me till I was 32 to be confident enough to bring the subject up, over 15 years after accepting it myself. I needn't have worried. My brothers were not surprised and almost said, and this is news? My mum took a while to take it in and didn't speak to me for a few days, then rang me up and we talked as if nothing had happened. I took this as a sign she had processed it and accepted it. And she had. In fact, I was the main talking point with her friends and I became the ultimate fashion accessory, the gay son. I've become the person I am today because of my upbringing, which has shaped me, and the era I grew up in, and I have grown to be comfortable with who I am. During the 1980s, there was so much pioneering work and activism that we now live in a great time where diversity is applauded and I can be who I want to be. There is still more to be done, but we are getting there. I suppose my point for writing this is that the key word is acceptance. Accepting you for who you are, being happy with yourself, and accepting others will always have opinions or thoughts different to your own, and that's okay too. I consider myself very lucky now to have family, friends and work colleagues who don't see who I am as anything other than standard. I refuse to use the word normal. And to quote that great anthemic song, I am what I am. And to close, I give you another quote from RuPaul this time, who, along with Michelle Visage, has done so much to promote acceptance more recently. And I leave you with this thought. If you can't love yourself... How the hell are you going to love others? Can I get an amen?